You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. So my question is to you right now, how's that March Madness bracket working out for you? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Me too. (laughs) Anyway, got a little uh, March Madness story that happened a few years ago. I'll never forget it because it was a series that happened over a year. And you start out with with the tournament in 2018. And it was like any other game, really. The universe, nobody knew who UMBC was. They had to look them up after the first game. University of Maryland, Baltimore County. What? Who? What? Their 16th seed. Should they even be in the tournament? Really? You know, they get to play number one ranked Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, that'll be short order of that. Except the guys on the Virginia team, well, they forgot little thing. <laughs> they just, you know, they couldn't hit the baskets. It happens. It's the way it is. It was amazing. I mean, they just ran away with it. The school, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, anyway, they ran away with it. It was the first time in history that a number 16 had beaten a number one. That was in 2018. The next year, Virginia did win the NCAA tournament. And it was pretty amazing. I remember watching that at the end because they didn't come out right away. You know, they run off into the locker room and stuff and come back out for the awards and stuff. But they were in the locker room for a while. You know what they were doing? They were listening to Tarn Wells' song, Hills and Valleys. The coach said, I want you to listen to this. Remember where we were last year. Remember where we are now and remember who to thank, right? That was a pretty cool moment right there. Yep. The sound of life. Well, her childhood, very unusual growing up in a spiritual family with some very unusual spiritual practices. She remembers those from when she was a childhood. It affected her very much, and she became keenly spiritually aware. She also was growing up in a tough neighborhood in Brooklyn, and maybe you know a little bit about that. Uh, She would have spiritual nightmares, Um, but she found music. She found music, yes, and God used that music, she said. It wasn't God music, but God used that, right? Because she said that music, it was either that music or the end of my life. I was there. I was right there. But eventually, in playing with some big people, right, her bank account changed, but she said, I was still broken. And then God used a friend to invite her to church. And Jenny Ortega Law accepted Christ. And she said, there was my freedom right there. I, it, it was just an incredible thing how God orchestrated all of that. And she said, you know, it, it was just incredible. What really got me about God was he was constant. One thing that every one of us needs is that unmovable unshakable love of God and only God offers that and then she said God fights for you isn't that cool thank you yes a great way to start your day the cup of joe morning show my question to you how's your March Madness brackets going huh (laughs) (laughs) sorry well it has lived up to its name of course that's why it got its name a few years ago best Cinderella school Run by the best Cinderella run uh, school run by an apostolic namesake, of course, the St. Peter's University out of Jersey City. How could you not root for them? They're in the same conference that Marist and Siena's in. They became 
came only the third 15 seed to ever reach the Sweet 16 after they knocked off number two Kentucky, and they did it in style. I'm telling you, they made some three-pointers right in their face, man. Wow, I was impressed with that team. And they beat number seven, Murray State. To put this upset into context for you, this is this is where it pays off. You've got to pull over and listen to this. Kentucky, Kentucky pays its coach $8.5 million a year. The entire annual athletic budget of St. Peter's University is seven and a half million dollars. That's got man, you got to root for them. I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Defending men's champion Baylor, the number one seed, they're out after being upset by <clears throat> North Carolina beat them by a miracle. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. Here we go. Opportunity to get the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug. First person on the hotline, which is toll free, 800 946 1765. You get my mug for today. The question coming from today in his history, March 21st. On this day in 2001, the Space Shuttle Discovery touched down, bringing home the first residents of where? The moon, Mars, or the International Space Station? Cup of Joe Hotline is open. The Cup of Joe Hotline is open. 1-800-946-1765. 1-800-946-1765. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. Can I get a witness? Can I get a winner? Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline right now. The one and only opportunity to get the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug. You know? Does anyone really want my mug today? <laughs> Stop singing. Okay, let's go to the hotline. Here we go. Good morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this? It's Lisa. How are you? Lisa, I'm doing good. I'm just amazing. I can work that fast early this morning. Uh, do you want my mug? I do. Okay, well, the question is, the... Uh, Space Shuttle Discovery touchdown in 2001 on this day, bringing home the first residents of what? The moon, Mars, or the International Space Station? International Space Station. That is correct, Lisa. You've got my phone. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening, Lisa. Appreciate that. I have it on all day. Yes, indeedy. Thank you very much, Lisa. Thank you, those of you who have it on for however long it is. I'm sure to appreciate your support. God bless you today. I'll send that mug out to you, Lisa. I will. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I was looking at some news. Now, this is hard news right here, of course. Um, I'll share it with you, but it just struck me 
Because I was reading a news report of how the bombs were going off and the women and children were hiding in the woods trying to survive and get something to eat and stay alive. And I'm not talking about the Ukraine. I'm talking about in Miramar. And then you read about droughts, a couple of places in the Horn of Africa, eastern Ethiopia, and Somalia and surrounding places there. Very severe fourth year of drought. You know, then Boko Haram continues to eradicate Christians in northern Nigeria. And incredible. It's incredible. And it's easy to become angry and indignant over world events. You really do. And that's the thing. You, you just pour that into you. But it's difficult to desire change while simultaneously loving everyone involved. <sighs> Followers of Christ, you're called to live in that tension. Loving the very people they work against. Luke 6.32, right there in the Bible. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Woo! Wow! Mm. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Boy, did I have some weekend, I tell you. I wasn't feeling that great. Had some kind of, people say allergies. I don't know. Head cold. Oh, it bothers me. Uh, it just seems like, unless I take something that really makes me sleep, you know, you don't feel that great. And you can't sleep when basketball's on, college basketball, man. This is pretty amazing. But I found out about someone who's got guts. I'm talking about the guts of Daniel. Pretty amazing. Turns out the guts of Daniel comes in a young lady by the name of Lee Church. She grew up in North Carolina idolizing the UNC women's basketball team and the coach. When she was a little girl wearing her... UNC sweatshirt, she had her photograph taken with the coach of the team. And she, so she grew up, you know, and, and she was homeschooled, I should say that, but her parents made sure that she played in team basketball. And you can do that. You can play on teams, even if you're homeschooled. So in one way, she grew up in a Christian home, and she was kind of sheltered. But when she went to North Carolina to play ball, she had a coach who was a Christian. And admittedly, the coach sheltered Lee from some of the things that can happen in college, right? And uh, the coach retired after Lee's third year, and things really kind of got ugly. You know, it wasn't the same atmosphere at all, and she didn't fit in at all. And she said, I knew I wasn't going to be able to compromise and go against biblical principles. I decided in light of eternity... The basketball wasn't worth it. Her whole entire life spent playing for and getting on that team. And then say and playing on that team and then getting to the point it's not worth it. So she said, I'm choosing God over basketball. And people said, you made the right choice. I'm glad she had people stand up for it. God bless you for it. I personally know somebody in North Carolina who has been a coach in the high school and college level, a woman who was a very godly person. It's not like you're the only one there, but she certainly felt like she was the only one, you know, choosing God over college, I'm sure. And to be able to leave that is a huge, huge decision. Well, Lee Church is now a high school basketball assistant coach and trainer in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. She played basketball for three years for the University of North Carolina, graduated with a B.A. in exercise and sports.
Sport Science way back in 2020. <laughs> the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Clap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. So it's understandable when you move that some people don't get the change of address, especially, say, an app on your phone. You know, I mean, everybody's doing this, ordering stuff on the phone, including food. So this one woman ordered her Chipotle order and then realized, I forgot to change my address. She's in a different state. <laughs> They're not going to make her house, right? So she gets a notice on her phone, I'm here with your order. And she said, take it with you, bro, and enjoy the lunch. I forgot to change my address, and I am currently in Maryland. Uh, okay, thanks. And then later, the Chipotle delivery driver said and messaged her, I want to thank you again. It's my brother's birthday today, and he is laid to rest. Not far from where you had me take this delivery, I'm having lunch with him today because of you. You have no idea how much that means to me. I truly appreciate it. She said, man, I was mad at first, but after reading that, I'm kind of glad it happened, right? Me too. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Man, I got to tell you about a hero right here. Humble hero. Before the sun came up on February the 24th, a neurologist woke to explosions 25 miles away. That night, she left behind all she owned and drove west in two cars with her grandmother, parents, brother, sister-in-law, three-year-old nephew, and two friends, 24 hours without sleeping, to the northwest Ukraine. She started offering medical consultations online over the phone, free of charge, and now she's found another way to help. Starting at 7 a.m., she spends 14 hours a day at a cold warehouse sorting, counting, packing up food, medical supplies donated by volunteer groups outside the country. Thank you so much. They're loaded onto trucks, taking them deeper into the country of Ukraine, of course. And she knows as a neurologist, she knows that it'll lead to depression, PTSD, this war will. But she has something encouraging to say. She said, it's felt like 10 years since this whole thing started, but we're going to survive. We're going to build back a very new country very soon. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Well, it's officially spring on the calendar. It started on Sunday, although spring doesn't feel like it. I thought, what a morning to talk about spring. But I love talking about spring with you. Absolutely do. Right here, and I guess Bev's got flowers and looking forward to spring and everything, right? Doing all that stuff. Hold on a second here. Bev, let me get you. There we go. Oh, uh, the first bloom of the flowers. Really? Yes. Do you have flowers out in the yard and stuff? Uh, yeah, we have a lot of flowers out in the yard. But usually we, they come up below the snow. So. <laughs> <laughs> and no snow this year. No snow so far this year. But, you know, Joe, that's all subject to change depending on March and April. And we're not through March and we have April to go. <laughs> the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The Sound of Life. Right over in Massachusetts... Um, we had a situation where a mom, a mom of four, down on her luck, she's out, she has a sign up needing help or, you know, some can please help me. And a trooper went by and just kept on going. She probably thought, oh boy, here we go. A few minutes later, he came back, you know, she's like, 
I'll leave. It's okay. He said, no, I don't want you to leave. He said, I went and got you something. You want it? He said, I got me one and I got you a lunch. Take either one you want. Really? Okay. So it's a nice day. I'll just sit on the back of my car and you can just sit where you are and we'll just have lunch and we'll just talk. It was really kind of cool. Nobody would have ever known about this except somebody driving by looked and went, look at that. There's a trooper sitting there having lunch with a woman down on her luck, just having lunch, and took a picture of it, and, of course, it went viral. And the Massachusetts Troopers Association, pretty happy about that, you know, because it was like, man, that's really kind of cool, right? And it is kind of cool because, I mean, aren't we all, to some degree or another, kind of got a little cardboard sign-up going, man, I need help, you know, somebody... Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. It is true. Uh, they did it for a while. They're going to do it again. You know, small, uh, you're a gas station, you own a Cinco, right? In a relatively small town in the mountains. And you're like, you want to help, see? People want to help. They really do. What can we do? They're looking at each other going, I know. Why don't we sell gas at half price? <gasps> da, da, da. Are you crazy? But that's what they did. And they made the news, as they very well should. Two twenty-five a gallon. It ain't too bad, is it? Yeah. Of course, it was in North Carolina, in the mountains of North Carolina, in Burnsville. But, you know, they did it for a day, and they were like, we're trying to help people out. That's exactly what they did, and they said, we'll do it again, too. Any town that? that could dream up a hoax like That's... this has a sense of humor that I wouldn't try to compete it's with. It's not a hoax. It happened. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Something that uh, I certainly struggle with, uh, for sure, I don't think. I would be one of those to pray, God, give me somebody to evangelize today. Give me somebody to talk to, you know, and then you probably are because you're bold and you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> and stuff. And it's always easy when somebody's got a question and they're like, uh, can you know, can you question this? At least I think so. I'd rather have them come to me. But it's interesting, the perfect example of evangelizing is in the Bible and it has to do with Peter. And a lot I don't understand about how he got there and where he went, but he came across an Ethiopian, right, who was basically um, a treasurer in Ethiopia. And he was reading aloud from the book of Isaiah, which is perfect. And he said, do you understand what you're reading? That's what Philip asked him. That's always a good thing. Do you understand? That? And the man said, how can I? Unless someone explained it to me. Well, here we go. And he did. And, of course, Jesus is all over Isaiah, you know, uh, the Messiah. And, and, you know, so Philip began with that very passage of Scripture. That's what the Bible says that he was in. And he told him about the good news of Jesus. And then they went on and they were talking about who knows what. And they were still traveling. And the man saw a body of water. And he said, hey, any reason I can't get baptized? Oh, no. Mm -mm, there we go. So there they went, and they rejoiced, and they went on their way. And I don't understand the rest of it a lot of times, but I do know that's pretty simple, isn't it? That's a pretty simple way to approach it. Just basically, you know, let God do it. Let's put it into God's hands, right? Thank you.
Thanks, Father God. The Sound of Life. Hey, I am Joe. Yes, and we're on the phone talking with Bev this morning about spring. I'd like to hear from you. What do you look forward to around spring? Going to find out. I'm going to find out. And uh, you got flowers, Bev. Oh, we have uh, rhododendrons that bloom, but they're usually a little bit later. And then the first, I go out and buy flowers, hanging flowers for my porch. The first time I look in the weather and see that it's going to be pretty out there. And so, um, before the frost comes. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's peonies or peonies, the ones that bloom right below the snow. It's just coming up, the little tiny ones. Um, They're more northern flowers, so it's something that I always have to ask my husband the name of because we didn't have them in the south. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love those flowers that come up during the snow, man. I mean, I tell you, that's... Yes, they do. (laughs) That's very encouraging. Yeah, it's a breath of life. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. The women played uh, college basketball. There's Sweet 16 in the women's and the men's set for this weekend. So a little reprieve, or is it? You may remember me telling you about a ball that got stuck. Indiana University playing against St. Mary's, one of the <laughs> many games. But I've never seen a ball get stuck on the top of the backboard. Usually it gets stuck like up there around the, around the rim somewhere. Very unusual or the apparatus behind the backboard. But right on top of the backboard, that is way up there, as everybody found out, because nobody could get up there and get it. None of the players. Any, I guess the thing is, none of the referees wanted to have one of those 6'11 players crawl up on shoulders to get it but the cheerleading squad didn't mind no cassidy said she's one of the young ladies on the cheerleading squad for indiana university she came out and said i'll get on your shoulders you hoist me up boom i got the ball right it was a viral moment and it was really pretty cool and it turned out to be one of the rare opportunities that well cheerleaders can cash in I mean, let's face it, they're out there doing their thing, you know, and then they they go home. But they came out with a T-shirt, and I have to say, it looks a lot cooler than I thought it would look. I heard they made a T-shirt about her knocking the ball off the top of the backboard. And it has an image of her, and it says the cheerleader saves the day as she's taking it off. And, of course, that's her image on the T-shirt, so she gets a couple of pennies for a shirt, I imagine. Oh, you've got to admit, that is pretty A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. That's Patrick Mayberry, believe it or not. Yeah, name that is new. Uh, relatively, I guess. Uh, Holy Spirit, come. Yeah, a little Patrick Day today, right? It just seems like. Uh, it's also um, by decree of the Cup of Joe Morning Show, uh, Chris Pratt Day. I've been so amazed at how this man can communicate. I'm also amazed that he's 42 years old. I, I was stunned. I was like, he's 10 years older than I, at least 10 years older than I thought. He ages very well. Known for, got famous in a TV show, but now he's known for his movies. And the kids love him. He has gotten Teen Choice Awards, MTV Movie Awards, Kids Choice Awards, uh, MTV Generation Awards. More Teen Choice Awards. So he's given this platform to be able to address the kids for just a minute. That's it. Amongst all the hoopla and the squealing and yelling and popcorn flying around and stuff, the the nature of those teen award shows or kids award shows or whatever they are. But he knows how to make the best of it, more so than any 
body I think I have ever seen. And if you've seen him talk, you know what I'm talking about. He has an incredible, winsome way to relate as a person who knows the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ, he does, absolutely. How do you tell people that? Well, turn into him, you know, and, and it's, it's just neat. But I wanted to share a little bit of that, the way he relates. Get a hold of this. This is really cool. Learn to pray. It's easy, and it's so good for your soul. And finally, nobody is perfect. People are going to tell you you're perfect just the way you are. You're not. <laughs> you are imperfect. You always will be. But there is a powerful force that designed you that way. And if you're willing to accept that, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Do not forget it. Don't take it for granted. Ooh, Chris Pratt. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Let's give a big old thank you and a warm welcome. First of all, thank you to the people of Hungary that elected not only the very first woman president. It may surprise you to know that this woman is pro-life in her victory speech. Um, she She's a former minister of family affairs, so she knows how to run the country and everything. She talked about the importance of families and being a mother of three. She said, having children was one of the most important decisions of our lives. Breaking news. Hungary just elected its first female president, pro-life, pro-family. Whoa! Wow, that is pretty cool. Hungary. Well, go figure, eh? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up do something. The Sound of Life. I was kind of thinking, you know, there's a lot of talk. If you've been around church for a while, you know, the organization, ministries and things like that. A lot of talk about, you know, who ministers, who teaches, things like that, you know. Would you be willing to be led in prayer, not only by a young woman... But by um, somebody that's, well, I dare say out of elementary school. <laughs> okay? It's really pretty cool. I'll share her uh, Instagram page with you. I just came across this. It's called Pray to Jesus with Genesis. That's her name. Genesis. J-E-N-I-S-Y-S. Pretty clever, huh? Genesis is her name. I think you'll be blown away. And it is a prayer for you uh, this morning. Pretty cool, because you look like you could use it. little Genesis prayer this morning. You ready? Right. I would like to encourage those who are suffering from anxiety or stress. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you to be with those who are tired, oh Lord, those who think that they're not going to make it, or those who think that they're lonely, or those who um, don't have enough strength, oh Lord, strengthen them, oh Lord. We know that you will be with us, oh Lord. Let us to have the strength so that we can run with you. We can run with faith, oh Lord. 
O Lord, help us not to be weary, but Lord, strengthen us up, O Lord. Help us not to keep everything to ourselves, but give it to you. Let us to pray to you humbly if we need you, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Yesterday, or last night, my wife and I are sitting there watching Family Feud. Who doesn't like to watch Family Feud? It's great. Uh, it had to be the easiest set of questions, I think, or equal to that I've ever seen. It was the stage of the game where the family on the left had won. And so one member hides, another member comes out, and they got a you know series that they have to answer in a minute, give a, an answer to. And then the other one comes out and has to give a different answer, and then they see if they're total up to 200 points or whatever. So we're going along, and I, you know, doing pretty good. I was surprised some of the results of the answers. I thought some of the questions were pretty easy, especially the one about eating. And the question was, what is an event where you go off your diet? All right. And we both, my wife and I both looked at the vacation. I got vacation coming up, so maybe that was on our mind. I'm thinking, of course it's vacation. That's the number one time you go off your, well, I mean, you know, there is Christmas or whatever, but I'm just thinking vacation. You know how many people said vacation? Zero. Zero. I'm like, people, are you serious? This guy, I would have been crushed. I was like, that was supposed to be my big answer to get me up to the 200, but no. And everybody knows it's vacation. Even Jim Gaffigan knows it's vacation. Really, that's all a vacation is. Yeah. Just us eating in a place we've yes. never been. <laughs> well, why don't we eat something yes. and then we'll go and get something to eat. <laughs> and we'll see that thing we're supposed to see. They probably got a snack bar there, right? Exactly. After that, we should probably get something to eat, though. <laughs> then we'll eat something. <laughs> the Sound of Life. I was thinking about... Um, man over in Connecticut who back in 2017 had a horrific accident rolling over and over down a hill and having an out-of-body experience he said getting his body all banged up he said I realized we're spiritual and people you know we're we have a body and we're spiritual beings I don't know how he came to that but he did he had a very difficult recovery in fact he remembered in the hospital the nurse saying better get used to a wheelchair because that's what you're going to be in and, you know, I don't know if she did that on purpose. I'm hoping she did, but it certainly motivated him. He has a daughter at home. He wants to recover for her to be active with her. That's a lot of his motivation. And, man, did he work with the physical therapist. And he worked in italics very hard. Well, I have no idea what that is like. You know, you think you go do a workout, whatever, but to recover, to get muscles to work again has got to be one of the hardest things to work through i don't know how you could not call on god to be able to do that and kudos to you who do it god bless you and he did it and he's back in there and he went into graduate school and got a degree in psychology which is a good thing because now he gets to work with people who are addicted to different things like he was to pain meds and it's really pretty cool and and it's just a really Really great story, and he and his daughter started uh, horseback riding. That's what they started. The Sound of Life. He's 24 years old. He's quite a hero right here, but you know what? It kind of illustrates what is inside all of us, really, is we like to save lives. Really, we really do, inside of us. Tyler Dyson is a police officer. Now, why is it that those calls 
that change your life always come in as your shift is about to end. <laughs> what is the thing? And, and it came in an emergency. There was a fire and a three-year-old trapped inside. And basically, Tyler said, not on my watch. I got to save this child. He knew he could get there faster than the fire department. And he got there with flames and smoke and everywhere, and he just went running inside, started searching for the child. They said the heat must have been incredible. And he found the child, and he got him out, and he knew that the uh, ambulance was on the way. The EMTs were coming, so he put the child in his car, took off to meet him halfway so he could get the amount of attention that he needed to save his life, maximum amount of attention. And he did. He was fine. You want to know how hot a fire was? It melted his uniform. And he got some burns from that. But he said, I'm blessed. Why was he blessed? Because the baby was okay. Wow. Quickly, before it's too late, press the superhero button. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Spring on the calendar, and some days feel, I mean, really, this is a classic spring. I mean, let's face. Don't forget, you know, when in June when it's ninety, we had spring. This is it's it's fifties, sixties, cloudy, maybe even a little touch of winter every once in a while, and a big touch of spring every once. This is, I think, this is a quintessential northeast spring. But what do I know? You know, I want to know what you think about spring, Chuck. In spring, what I look forward to first off, and they're out, is the peepers that sing their little, the little tiny frogs that sing their songs in a pond. Yes. And stuff. I love them. And for the first time in my life, I caught one last two years ago when we were walking in the woods with some friends, and I, I heard him, and I stuck up, and I got one that actually went underneath the, the weed, and I actually got one. First time in my life, I could catch up to one and took a picture of him on my phone. Really? Little cool. tiny frog. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just amazingly small. And, they, and I let him go again because everybody say, let him go, let him go. He's scared to death. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Mom, listen up. Dad, too. Cindy Barber works for iMom, and she's talking about... I, I, I actually kind of like to experience something like this. I really would. Moving to a place where when it rained, you gathered up the kids and went outside and played in the rain. That's how rare it is in this town in Nevada. And she said, we were doing that one day, soaked to the bone, but yet we had so much fun, we'll never forget it. And believe it or not, there are times, parents, when you can laugh with your kids. Because as we all know, laughter reduces stress, brings greater connection, creates lasting memories. It's a really cool thing that God has created. That's my personal opinion. I think a lot of people probably say, okay, the funny bone is good, <laughs> okay? Which I was funnier. There are 10 ideas for how to make your kids laugh. They're at imom.com, and I am going to post those for you on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. Look for that in your news feed. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Evan Kraft, be all right. Danny Gokey, ready me too. Still going to be all right. No matter what has happened, it's amazing. And you know what's interesting? We can see this in the short term. And if you're as old as I am, you can see it in the long term as well, too. There were times I remember, of course, growing up when I was a kid, you know, the big bad bear to the north was Russia, the Soviet Union, the Cold War, nuclear threat, and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, kids, we had that. We had to hide under our desk. We had to go to a bomb shelter. Oh, I don't even want to go. Anyway... <laughs> So then, of course, in late 80s and early 90s, the Berlin Wall came down, communism fell apart, Russia did, all these other countries came up, 
And it just seemed like, oh, guess that's not going to be happening. Like you guys that read Revelation in the Bible thought it was, is it? No. You know, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, it all fell apart. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking now? <laughs> you know, those same people probably going, hmm, you know. So, and, and it may even come like to gas prices, where a couple of weeks ago, I read an article that actually was, <laughs> you know, it said people are paying futures for oil, $200 a barrel. That's what they're buying oil futures for. And they're saying, ooh, that doesn't look good for price of gas. The next week, gas is under $100 a barrel. I don't know what it means for those people that bought the futures. <laughs> but I don't care, really. I know what it meant for me is the price of gas came down a little bit. It wasn't like, you know. And, and so you see things happen like that all the time. You just have to be, to be steady, right? That's it. I was going to talk about a tragic helicopter crash that happened back in 2020, but and it's very significant thing that happened about that. But you know what? I'm going to do that a little bit later on because I was, I was just thinking about it. it's important to be steady, right? To be to not to not go with the whims and things. I mean, there there are things in the culture, there are thoughts in the culture that are really proving out biblical prophecy. They're just so blind; they have no idea. It's amazing, isn't it? And it's sad. It's very sad. Your heart aches for people that just don't. It's like a room that's so dark. They don't know what's there. You know, they're just making up stuff because they can't see anything that's there. And you have the light of the world right there to you. It's illuminated. Oh, I see. I see what's going on. You picture it that way. And you've got to love on those people. You really do because they can't see it. They ought, they cannot see it. It's pretty, pretty interesting, and it's one way to look at it. Because if you don't, sometimes, just like everybody else, because we're all human, we're just <laughs> we just go nuts sometimes. Like you get mad at your kids, go, well, what are you doing? You know, and we don't want to be going through the day like that, do we? No. The sound of life. I will say this: I am planning to go to the Dominican Republic with the Crossover Cups Mission Team. Uh, on June 13th, that would be that week, all right? So looking forward to that. Very exciting. One of the big changes they made there, and if you go this summer, you'll not be going to the garbage dump, which a lot of you be like, okay. Incredibly unsanitary for a myriad of different reasons. But we would go there. They went there uh, six days a week to feed peanut butter sandwiches and soup, a nutritious meal to people who went there. Well, the government didn't really like people scrounging around the garbage dump and stuff, and so they don't. So the town that they basically came from and could walk to the garbage dump very easily is called La Union. And Crossover Cups Mission has been very active in La Union for a while. And now it's even more so. They have started a feeding program right there and I think that's really a God thing because 70 children are being fed Tuesday and Thursday in Hombre de Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And Samuel and Yasmini have officially opened up the new building in La Union for Sewing for Souls program, Bread of Life Bakery program. They both will teach young students how to sew and how to bake bread. And also, it feeds you. Yes, it's pretty cool. Uh, and so the going along right there, that is one of the, it's an amazing, cleaner, better environment right there. And way more people um, get to be, you know, served 
in Jesus' name than before. So it's really good, a really good thing that is going on there. Your village, of course, is Lower Zion, where there is now a, thanks to you, a community center complete with a basketball court, half court, and just they you throw a ball out there, boy, and about 100 kids come. It's just an amazing thing. Very high energy. God is really working there. I know it's one of the, it's a small place in the Dominican, and the Dominican is a small place on the earth, but it is a place where God is working. And thanks to you, you are making it happen. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. Waking up with a cup of Joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. I see on the calendar where it is spring, right? <laughs> so, but today you can bundle up like it's winter. It's okay. We're really blessed because we're kind of easing in. And like tomorrow, uh, Saturday, going to be nice spring days with sunshine, you know, mild, some windows open maybe, and all that. And then it gets cold again for a couple of days, you know. So, it, it's one of those things that's really cool. What I want to know is what do you anticipate? Because it's a great season for anticipation. So let me know. The hotline, of course, is 800-946-1765. Go anytime you want. And Chuck, what are you anticipating for spring, sir? You're going to laugh at this one. We have a little <laughs> birdhouse we put up for wrens. They make beautiful songs for little wrens. And uh, they're really tiny birds, so the hole's only big enough for them. And uh, I'm looking forward to them coming back and singing their song and stuff all around. And um, my uh, wife, we're looking forward to the hummingbirds on the flowers. I was up a ladder the other day, about 10 feet, 10, 11 feet in the air, fixing another birdhouse. And the ladder gave way, and I went down on my ribs. Flying free fall. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm recovering slowly now. <laughs> no wow. broken bones, no cat scans, everything's good. So I'm looking forward to the, uh, the songbirds, the peepers, all that, you know. It's just a beautiful time of the year. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You might as well get up do something. The Sound of Life. you got to give kudos to Douglas Smith. Gardener extraordinaire, I guess. He has special talent. And that is, well, not only growing big fruit and vegetables, but growing a lot from a single stem. I didn't even know that was a thing. He lives in a place called Hertfordshire, which would be a really cool place in Connecticut. I'd go there on the weekends, but it's in the U.K., but he's setting these Guinness World Records. He did one with cherry tomatoes, 839 from a single stem. And then he did over 1,000 tomatoes, I guess recently breaking his own record. He has studied various scientific papers, no kidding, on tomato growth. You don't get that with the old store-bought fertilizer, I'll tell you that. And he's just planting these tomatoes and he, that's what he's trying to do because that's what happened. I guess back in the day, he uh, grew something that was really big, a tomato. You know, he set a world record for it and stuff like that. And it's kind of his thing there. What we want to know, we're all going like <laughs> grandma, speaking of grandma's, all going like, yeah, well, d uh, does he grow spiritual fruit? That's what we want Amen. to know, right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. I was thinking about this profound statement. You know, when I was in, say, high school and stuff, I used to read Isaac Asimov's books. He wrote a lot of uh, fiction stuff, but he wrote nonfiction as well. And that's what I read. And I would just sit in there and read parts of his descriptions of the universe and the light year distance between things. And what he knew back in the day is nothing compared to what they know now. 
you know, the distances, what's there, the numbers of galaxies, stars in a galaxy, things. A lot of that has been revealed with the Hubble Space Telescope. Now we have another one. But if you back it up, and I'm talking about size. <laughs> have you ever seen that thing where they show the Earth and then the moon, and then they show the different size of the planets, and then they show the sun, how much way? bigger it is and it's everything's kind of moving out from you and then they show the size of the other stars and then finally you know the moon and your sun and everything is lost you can't even see it anymore compared to the size of other things but if you back that up and you start getting small you start running into kind of the same things you know because there's billions of stars in a galaxy. That's the unit that they all go around in, and the universe is made up of those galaxies. So you back it up, and biochemist Michael Denton knows a thing or two. He's going to blow your mind right here. I'm trying to prepare you for this. He's noting that although the tiniest bacterial cells are incredibly small, each is, in effect, a super miniaturized factory containing thousands of exquisitely designed pieces of intricate molecular machinery made up of a hundred billion atoms far more complicated than any machine ever built by man and absolutely without parallel in the mechanical world. I say wow. cut that out. Yeah. What's it all about, boy? Elucidate. <laughs> the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The Sound of Life. So it's being announced in the news. The uh, Kobe Bryant family, Bryant's family, to honor his legacy. New set of sneakers are coming out. That's right. I guess Vanessa Bryant, Nike, uh, teamed up and... And it's Mambasita Sweet 16 and to honor his daughter, Gigi. All right. And all the proceeds from the shoe sales will benefit a sports foundation that they created. And it reminds me, it's been a little over two years since this news announcement happened. NBA superstar Kobe Bryant, his daughter, Gigi, and seven others lost their lives in an accident. Helicopter accident, of course. You see, in life's big picture, there's no dividing line that makes the seven others less significant. Does anybody, for the record, Peyton, Sarah, Christina, Alyssa, John, Carrie, and Era, they were the others. They all lost their lives that day. Sometimes we need to be reminded that each human being is important in God's eyes. Yet fame doesn't make a person any more important than your next-door neighbor, the noisy kids who play in your street, the down-on-his-luck guy at the city mission, and you, my friend, created in God's image, according to the Bible. No one is favored more than another in God's eyes. Each are in need of a Savior. So we glorify a great God when we refuse to show favoritism. And Heavenly Father, help us to show love and kindness to all today, regardless of their situation in life. Amen. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You might as well get up and do something. The Sound of Life. Well, uh, truth is stranger than fiction. And I guess it goes without saying that we would get into quite a debate, maybe even an argument. But some people certainly debate, though, on how to fold socks. And one woman has started this debate over an unusual way that her boyfriend 
puts his socks together. And the way you pair your socks isn't something that many of us put a lot of thought into. I mean, when I'm doing it, I do, because my wife does it different. But I don't want to get into us, but this one, well, I mean, maybe that's that way in every family. Let me know. She's just sparked this debate online after she shared how her boyfriend does it. It's a new viral video, of course. And she captioned it, I need answers to this sock debate. So she pairs her socks by joining them at the ankle and rolling the remaining portion inside to make a neat little ball. I'm, I'm really trying to do the visual on that. Now, her boyfriend tucks one sock inside the other so that it lies flat. I make my socks lie flat, right? I get the toe position. I match them up. You pair, and I make them lie flat, and they're paired together. I don't know. But since it's being posted, I mean, it's racked up more than 700,000, probably a million likes by now. And everybody's commenting on it because people have ways that they do socks. And I thought, well... I guess compared to most of the other things that are in the news, <laughs> this is a pretty good thing to be talking about. Got that right. Oh, yep. The sound of life. I want to share a little something with you this morning. I'm Joe, and uh, I talked to Chuck quite a bit on the phone, as you probably know if you've heard him from time to two. But we were having some conversation. I don't even know what it was about now, but he had pulled over on the side of the road, and all of a sudden, this happens. Oh, flip this road all the way. Um, follow this road up. You're going to hit Route 17K. It's way up the road past ShopRite and stuff. You keep going. You go through some lights and stuff. When you get to 17K, make the left. That will take you into Montgomery and, and, and all that. Four miles. You're up. You're good. I want direction, Joe, for guys lost. Aren't you something? And <laughs> You are beautiful. I'm telling you. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Joe, my life is not boring. Listener supported, The Sound of Life. She said one of the most underrated secrets to success is to start before you're ready. Someone once said if uh, being a Christian was like playing golf, we'd never get out on the course, wouldn't we? Because we'd always be studying up on our swings and reading more books and going to conferences on how to play. But we don't do that. We just get out there on the course and look like idiots. <laughs> but we play. <laughs> We're doing the thing. That's the way we have to approach Christianity. You have a loving father that created everything that will take care of you. Give it a go. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.